I'm going to start in three, two, one. I don't know how to start. You said you were ready and you had something prepared. Well, I obviously didn't. Uh, I don't know what to do with you anymore. Okay, well, hold on. We can figure something out. We can just... Um, Welcome to One Way or Another Podcast. We're co-host Zachary C. Jones and joining today is the other co-host, Noah McIntyre. What's up? Ah, I need to take this retainer out. It's like, yeah, messing up my speech. Is that better? I feel like it's better. I honestly couldn't even tell. I taste something salty. That's weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> okay, anyways, uh, today's episode is going to be about Space Jam, which had nothing to do with the intro music, but it's because we couldn't come up with one and we're dumbasses. That's how it would be. Um, hey, I came up with one. It was uh, it was making fun of us, essentially. Yeah. Credit is due to Noah for coming up with a little funny uh, intro that we did actually do, um, which was on purpose, by the way. We're not we're not entirely dumb. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm dumb, not stupid. Right. Moving on. <laughs> um, so, uh, Space Jam obviously is a movie about basketball and aliens and um, all sorts of things. Um, but if you haven't seen it, you won't really understand too much about what it's about, but a lot of people say it's like, uh, it's like mainly about basketball, but to me, it's about a lot more than basketball. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like, uh, first off, I'm just going to start off by saying this, obviously there was the first one and there was the reboot, uh, one was Gordon, one was LeBron James. I'm going to say this right now. I love the original a lot more than I like the reboot. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, what, I feel like what both movies are trying to do is like not just make it about basketball, but kind of have a huge life lesson going on in there or something like that with character development to huge yeah. ball players to where it makes them more than just players that are like shooting a ball around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like the first one did so much of a better job than that because in the first one, we have Michael Jordan who uh, feels like he's disappointing his father, who his father wanted him to be a baseball player, so he retires from the NBA, um, and he goes in the MLB. And obviously, everyone hates this, and it sucks because Michael Jordan isn't a baseball player, and he sucks at it. Um, and, and eventually, over time, through that movie, he realizes that basketball is more of his calling, and that he can uh, accept that, and he does rejoin the NBA, and... Um, obviously we know the real reason that he, uh, going back to the NBA now is because of a bunch of, uh, alien shenanigans and Looney Tunes. Oh, one thing I didn't, uh, mention, uh, Space Jam is that there's Looney Tunes involved. I completely forgot about that part, but obviously, yeah, the Looney Tunes are in there. Um, so what do you have to say about the movies? Well, yeah, like I said, I I agree with you that I I love, uh, the original Space Jam a lot more. And I think it really helped that. Michael had uh had like you said retired from the NBA and he went to play baseball like his dad did. And like you said he wasn't very good at it. He started out pretty decent, but uh, he he just over time slowly got worse and worse. And they it was a really good way for them to tie in him going back to basketball. Uh and him and it and it was because you know like you said Alien shenanigans and Looney Tune, uh, Looney Tuniness, uh, helped him realize that his true calling was basketball, and that 
uh, he, he never should have left because he was at the top of his game and winning championships. But, uh, I mean, he made his decision. We all, everybody was just glad that he went back to basketball. Right. Uh, and it turned out to be a really good movie, too. Um, it, it really showed his, his leader, his leadership and, uh, how, how good he was of a, of a basketball player that dude could take on the Monstars who had taken the energy of five of the top players in the NBA at the time. Right. And he had, you know, the Looney Tunes and none of them are very tall or athletic or anything like that. And he still somehow beat them with the, well, beat the Monstars with the Looney Tunes. Uh, but then we fast forward to today with the new Space Jam, Space Jam: A New Legacy, and we have LeBron. Yeah, so called something different. No, nope. Space Space Jam: A New Legacy, and, and of course LeBron was going to be the the athlete who took over the mantle, right? Uh, for for MJ because ever, basically ever since LeBron's been in the in the league, he's kind of been compared to uh, MJ. And now he now more recently, past maybe ten years, he's they've been they've been the two in the goat conversation. So of course LeBron's gonna take the the crown, right? Uh, as Al G constantly calls him the king, right? You know that is his nickname. And LeBron has a different kind of character arc. He's more of learning how to be a father and less of a basketball player. Right, where it's kind of the opposite with Michael. He already knew how to be a, a, a father and everything. Now he had to learn how to be a basketball player again. So <laughs> it, it was, it was definitely a lot more. You could definitely tell it was a lot more supposed to be a lot more child, not child friendly, but you know, really aimed towards kids more. Right, because they had that. He every now and then he'd turn into a cartoon and. All that, so it it wasn't a, a horrible movie. It wasn't as bad as a lot of people were were saying. And because I, I before watching it, you know, a lot of the people who watched it, like the premiere or whatever, or early release, had, were just dogging, dogging well, that, it. I feel like for any reboot ever, every single fan of the original will always do that. Everyone yeah. ever will always dog reboots. No matter how good they actually are, they will always just hate them, like, constantly. And that's oh, yeah. a reason why a lot of um, uh, companies decide not to reboot some franchises because they, like, they don't want to ruin it and make the fans so angry, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's always going to happen, I feel like. Yeah, and I mean, everybody were just, was just absolutely dogging it, and uh, I saw someone say, and I, I don't, com- I don't, I mean, I don't completely agree with this, but how it was made, the new one was made for a, a, a more child audience, and not for like thirty year olds. Well, I, I, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, this is a nostalgia thing. A lot of people wanted to go watch it because of Space Jam. Right, Space Jam, A New Legacy, the second Space Jam. A lot of people who saw Space Jam and who love Michael Jordan are going to go watch it. Like guys like LeBron's age, they're going to go watch that. And I understand a lot of people not liking it because, like you said, when 
companies try to reboot a franchise or something, it usually doesn't go well. I, I, I but I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people were saying. So I, I liked it. I'll watch it again for sure. But like we both said, I definitely loved the original Space Jam a lot more than a new legacy. Right. Um, they, uh, one thing I will mention that, um, was, uh, kind of funny they did, because I just remember this in, uh, the Space Jam New Legacy, is mm-hmm. they acted like they were about to, like, uh, drop a Michael Jordan cameo, but then, oop, oh, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, uh, his airness. I, I feel like I should have predicted that with how, like, uh, common that is in media with Michael B. Jordan versus Michael A. Jordan. Um. Yeah. That was uh, definitely wait, a good one. What does the B stand for, by the way? I do not know. I I think I don't know what it stands for, but I think he just uses it to not confuse people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, at least I, mean, I, I would. Obviously, he uses the middle initial to uh, uh, separate him uh, from the other Michael Jordan. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that was a little funny snippet they put in there. Also, the they, what they did with the Space Jam New Legacy, they also like uh, did the thing where Algy says uh, they need a little bit of upgrade, uh, where yeah. they uh, they upgrade uh, the Looney Tunes, um, mm-hmm. and they look more like realistic kind of. Yeah, which it was almost a little bit weird. Like you can really appreciate it, but it was almost a little bit weird. Right? Yeah, it was. I mean, we all know, no matter where whether you were. You've been you, you were there in the early ages of Looney Tunes, which if you're listening, you were and you're listening to this. Wow, you're old. <laughs> and if you, I mean, even if you're like our ages and you 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 know Looney Tunes more recently, it's still weird seeing them not cartoony, seeing them more CGI than cartoon was was really weird, um, because the original Space Jam kept them cartoon. Uh, right. in in their interactions with Michael Jordan and, and every, really every human. But it was, I mean, I understand that, you know, this movie was, you know, more modernized for our time. Like, I'm sure the original Space Jam was more modern for back in the uh, mid-90s. So I understand that they were going for a more modern look. It just it was it was it was weird seeing mainly mainly just the Looney Tunes in that way. Everything else I could really appreciate. It was just right. it, it that's not the way they're supposed to look. They're cartoons, not CGI. Right. Uh, I I think it was uh, a a a obvious decision to make though when people are making reboots they want something like like that like that that's always gonna happen. Yeah. Where they make it kind of more like not the same, like they won't keep it the same. They'll make they'll make it a little more upgraded and more advanced looking. That's what they did for every single reboot ever, and then people end up yeah. hating it that way because it's like they're always gonna make it like that, but people will always want it to say the same. Um, that's what they did. Yeah. People hated it. Um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. People hated it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of more things, but, but yeah, basically, I mean, I mean, you can't please everybody. You got to know that, especially, especially the crowd that's going to be, who's going to, the nostalgia crowd that's definitely not going to fly with because 
Right. It, it's it's going to look like a cheap copy to them, so. Right. And honestly, I have a, I have a message to anyone that's uh, dogging reboots and tell, uh, like basically hating them because it's not nostalgic and uh, stays true to the original. If you like the original that much, go watch that again, by the way. I will say that. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it's still there. If someone's creating a reboot, um, by the way, the, the film studios do not have a choice, but, like, they cannot just make the same movie again. They have to introduce something new. Otherwise, yeah. it will not sell at all either way. Like, okay, maybe yeah, it would to all those stupid fans that actually would appreciate that for whatever reason, but still, it shouldn't. I mean, yeah, like for for me, I don't. If you're gonna reboot something, I I don't want it to be the exact same. I don't want it to just be you. It, it, I don't want it to be like that meme where it's like, yeah, you can copy my paper but change it so it doesn't look the same and it looks almost exactly the same. I don't want it to be like that. I don't want like how in uh, Rise of Skywalker where they basically had the same ending with Endgame with Tony. Right. I, if, if you do that. I mean, I get it. It was Disney, so they they could do whatever they want, right? But I, if you just try to make it almost exactly the same with just like a few differences, to me, that's worse than just com- almost completely changing it and making it different. Because at least you're coming up with a new and different idea than just taking what the original did, just changing some of the cast and then doing it, right? Because that that seems lazy to me, and I, I don't like. I don't like, I don't like product or I don't like people who make m- movies or TV shows or anything like that. I don't want them to be lazy. Be creative. Be new. It, it, even if people don't like it, oh well. Give me something new and something that'll capture my eye. Right. I I actually really love the new and I really love the updated kind of versions of it. Even even if I like. It's not exactly the best. I still love the like the the newness and the creativity of it. Right. It's like. It, it, it's why they do it, and I'm one yeah. that appreciate that. And if so, if honestly, if you're a person that can't really appreciate a movie, you're just gonna hate on it. You're one of those people that's gonna hate a bunch of movies. And what I prefer to be, and what I feel like this podcast should represent, is being able to appreciate all types of movies. What what is like film studios and everything? They have a very hard job to begin with. So if you're just mm-hmm. going to be bashing on them for trying to do their job, also, it's just I just feel like it's better to just try to be more positive in movies rather than just be so negative about them, you know? Yeah, and one thing I really liked about A New Legacy was, I mean, with the original, you know, we saw the Looney Tunes kind of uh, go at Michael Jordan for playing baseball. And stuff, and, and kind of take little, make little jokes at him about stuff like that. But I really, really loved how hard they were trying to drill in the fact that LeBron kept leaving each team he went to. I love that. Oh I mean, yes, Algie did it. Uh, I think da- uh, Daffy did it. I think Bugs might have done it too. He even kind of made a, a, a little snippet. I mean, <laughs> uh, when he was uh, writing down players he wanted to recruit. Of course, Bugs was had a different, uh, different idea in mind, but he wrote down Superman first, and he said I could have used that in Cleveland, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice this at first. I should have, but 
LeBron for at least a, like a year or two played with Shaquille O'Neal or Shaq. And one of his many nicknames is Superman. And Shaq, ah. at the point he was playing with LeBron in Cleveland, was, and this was the first time, his, LeBron's first time in Cleveland, he was at the end of his career, so he wasn't as good as, you know, everybody knew Shaq. You know, the guy who broke backboards and right. won championships with Kobe. He wasn't that kind of player anymore because he was, he was getting older. So I thought that was funny. I mean, it, it it was it was nice to see them dog on him about leaving yeah. leaving Cleveland, then leaving Miami, then leaving Cleveland again. And Al Al G said, you know, Lakers, watch, watch out. Lakers. Yeah. So I thought that was funny because LeBron has had a has had a has had a little uh uh, uh what's the, uh, a little I can't think of the word history of leaving teams. Well, yeah, history. I was a pattern. That's what I was looking. At. Right, it was a, a pattern of spending four years in a place, winning a championship or two, and then leaving. I mean, he came to Miami, won two championships, went back to Cleveland, won a championship, went to L.A., won a championship last year. He says he wants to retire in L.A., but I don't know. So I thought that was nice that they kind of really, really cracked in on on the main character and. And, and really made fun of him quite quite a few times. So that was, like I said, they did it with Michael Jordan back in the day a little bit, but I really like how they did it with LeBron. Like, really, really, they went really hard in on him, on him leaving and his career and everything. So that was that was nice. Yes, it, it obviously added to the comedy of it, which was hilarious. I, I feel like um, the constant... Uh, 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 what what was it you were saying? Um, uh, like, uh, what was the word you were using? Like pattern? No, like for like when they're like making fun of him. Oh, digging in on him. Digging in, yeah. The constant digging in on him was like uh like probably the main humor of the film. Uh, uh, which okay. Speaking of that, actually, um, I think one of the only times that like was that was actually like uh uh really funny to me was when uh he went to Looney World or Looney Town for the first time and mm-hmm. he uh, uh was talking with Bugs and Bugs kept changing the center scenery and he eventually uh, made yeah. it to the point where it was the bar and uh he was like uh pouring the carrot juice and everything like that. Yeah. I don't know that was that was one of the best parts for me. That was good. I liked when he like first landed on I mean it makes sense because I <laughs> I feel like any time shortness comes up, they have to. But when he was – after he fell out of the sky and he was really short before he blew himself back up, he said, I'm shorter than Kevin Hart. Right. And like I said, anytime there's short involved, there's going to be a short joke aimed at Kevin Hart because, right. you know, he's, he's, he's short. Yeah. He, he funny. Funny, but he's short. So, I mean – I'm short, man. Yeah. So I appreciate that they threw that in there. It would have been cool if they had Kevin Hart in later with all the with the crowd. That would have right. that would have really made it good. But that that was good. I did like how it, how they really kind of made it look like Bugs was an alcoholic on carrot juice, <laughs> even to the even to the end when they were walking away at the very end. And they're in L.A. and he's like, "Do they have carrot juice?" Oh yeah, the um, 
that's what the other uh, carrot juice thing I was thinking of because I, I knew there's one other time that uh, he mentioned carrot juice like that. Um, yeah. Also, by the way, w- with the way it ended, like it, it's funny that like it's like hinting towards uh, if there's more of it uh, because they're talking about how the, the whole like Looney Tune squad was there, uh, how he brought everyone because uh, oh. after Bugs was obviously revealed to still be alive. Well, yeah, they they at the at the in the credits they had they showed like pictures of the of of the whole squad there kind of hanging out in his at his house. But who knows? Maybe they plan on making another space jam. Who knows? They could be. Yeah. Could be. Um, maybe be opposed. Uh, it'd be it'd be kind of funny if they uh, made it with LeBron again. And then uh, all the other basketball players get really angry and do some sort of protest because of that, because LeBron gets a second movie. (laughs) Like, no, he's not better than Jordan. (laughs) Like, yeah, because Jordan went back to basketball after, or uh, I think it was actually before Space Jam. But you know what I mean. He went back to basketball. That's that's all he had to do. LeBron's at the end of his career, so he's becoming more of a businessman than a basketball player as he slowly retires. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. And he, uh, he made sure to talk himself up there. Uh, one of the things that, um, cause I watched, uh, I watched it with, um, my sister, her boyfriend and, um, my brother. And one yep. of the things that, uh, my sister's boyfriend and, um, my brother kept saying constantly is anytime they'd be talking about LeBron or like, uh, uh, be showing presentations about LeBron or something like that. It'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm pretty sure LeBron wrote this line himself because uh, Al G was talking all about how um, he was like an extravagant businessman. He's not just a basketball player; he's a businessman, an entrepreneur, social media presence, or whatever. And they're like, yeah, yeah, LeBron definitely wrote that line. What's funny is that's a, a very good parallel to how he is as a player because. In that sense, where he had a lot, he had he had a, a a say in what went into the script. As a basketball player, he's given say on who they trade, who they bring in, and stuff like that. So, if that was true, that would be an interesting parallel, right? Uh, but I did not think about that. There probably there probably was stuff that he said. Hey, I want to say this or have them say that. And who's going to say no to LeBron? This man right. is 6'9", 250 pounds of pure muscle. He could squash you with his pinky. Yeah. It's an exaggeration, but in the movie, he probably could. <laughs> but, uh... Probably been a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that would be funny if he actually did write some of that stuff to hype himself up. Um... By the way, because uh, I just thought about this, uh, there was that uh, little presentation thing where they were, like, offering to, like, uh, the whole thing, like, the technology to put LeBron in all the movies or whatever. Yeah. I don't really understand how you could say no to that. Like, I, I guess he's, like, all serious and everything like that, but it's like, what? Why? I honestly don't know. I mean, he 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 takes out time. and it's, I know it's only a short amount of time, but he takes time out of his his busy schedule that he says he does to to have himself scanned into a video game, one that I love to play. It frustrates me like any good gamer has with with video video games from time to time is 
It just absolutely. <laughs> but he takes that time out to do that, but he won't just essentially do the same thing for the movies. You won't take like at most maybe like 30 minutes to an hour out of your day to scan yourself in so you can continuously make money for every time they put you in a movie and you don't have to do anything but maybe some voiceover work. How's that not be how's that being a good business person? Hey, I, I, I guess. I, because one of the one of the things was they were talking about how he was like a uh, he's pretty much a businessman as well. Like, yeah. yeah, but if like you said, none of that as a business person. How like? I mean, I get that it was to further the 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 the, sh- uh, the, the story and everything in the movie. Right. But in real life, if someone were actually to come up with this idea and had a way to do this and d- do it well. I doubt LeBron or anyone would say, yeah, less work, more money, for sure. Yeah, like, how how could you actually, okay, literally, how could you actually say no to that when you don't, okay, they could put you in a movie, pay you for it, and you wouldn't even have to show up on set and, like, record or film and everything like that. How could you say no to that? I don't. And, yeah, voiceover work's probably not anywhere near as much as normally as as an actor normally makes. But this man, with the, because, you know, with Space Jam coming out, Fortnite came out with a LeBron skin, that, that partnership, that, that, that deal right there, made him a billionaire, or at least put his earnings over a billion dollars. So, I don't, I mean, yeah, like I said, it probably is not as much as normal, as like, on-screen acting, but it's still making money. It's still an investment, and that's what he's about—is investing. So, also, I think it's funny how they, uh, how he said no to a proposal to put him in the movies as he was starring in a movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm focusing on my game, right? Like, game I that's trying to be shooting movies. Dude just finished playing his 18th season in the NBA. Pretty mm-hmm. sure his game's solid. He doesn't need to work on it anymore. Right. Uh, I feel like he's maybe a little bit too serious. This, I feel like this is turning into a more of a discussion about LeBron than it is. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's talk about the actual game then, the actual actual basketball game they played. Right. Um, how, how, how did you like it that um, uh, he uh, – no, I mean not he, but like uh, they ended up playing Dom's version of basketball. It was like Dom, Dom ball. Uh, yeah, Dom ball. I thought it was cool. Uh, uh, someone uh, likened Dom ball to NBA Jam, which was you know very similar. It's just you know, it's not technically sound. It's not what basketball actually is. Like if you turned on a basketball game, you're not going to see someone jump from half court and make it all the way to the to the basket. The closest thing we got is when, uh, for those who who's listening, a, a player named Giannis Antetokounmpo, dude can go from like the three point line to the to the bucket in like two steps. But I've never seen anyone go from the half court line. So uh, obviously, that's that's kind of the, the the whole point is it's not what basketball usually is or what LeBron knows basketball to be. And that's his whole whole thing is he doesn't understand that this game isn't a normal game. It's different. 
There's right. there's there's boosts. There's power ups. There's uh, essentially Stop. little cheat codes. Right. And, and obviously at halftime he learns he figures this out and he starts playing like it. He starts playing this playing this game like it's supposed to be played. So and I thought it was I thought it was cool. Obviously it was a a different way to spice up essentially what was the because like I said this is still kind of the same story as Space Jam because it, it's still him learning how to be better at something they them playing a game and being down big and then coming back so it, it bare bones it's essentially the same thing but with a, a little bit of a spice to it I mean we have Dom Ball which is real, a crazy game to watch the Looney Tunes are more CGI now than they are, or they are CGI actually. Then uh, cartoon, the 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 Goon Squad is not alien. They're not aliens. They're a computer program. It's the Goon Squad instead of the Monstars. Yeah, which I I personally like the Monstars better because it's more of a play. I get oh, that it's it... what. No, I, keep going. I I mean I get that Goon Squad's a play on Toon Squad and. Right. That's still cool. It's just the bad guys, but I like the Monstars better because it's literally just yeah. the, they changed one letter. That's all. Right. And uh, also, I, I, I liked. Go, you go. Okay. You go. I, I liked how the actual original Monstars were actually in the uh, movie, too. The that little, was like, cool. Yeah, the tiny versions of them before the they alien. got the powers from the, their normal uh, version. Well, yeah, yeah normal- because. Because if they had taken the powers from the the five NBA players they did back then, then they wouldn't be that good or that. I mean, they might have the height, they wouldn't be as big because at this point in time they're 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 all kind of old, like maybe fifties, mm. maybe early sixties. I doubt sixties, but you know they're 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 up there in age, so they probably right. wouldn't look as as swollen as tall as they once were, even though yeah. you know. Muggsy Bogues, the shortest one, is only like 5'9", so he was never that tall in the first place. <laughs> At least NBA-wise, I'll say. NBA-wise, right. he wasn't that tall. So, like I said, I like the I like the spot, the little extra spice they threw in. I love seeing a lot of, like, the uh, big names of, with, and Warner Brothers, like, some big, the big characters. Right. Uh, we saw Gremlins, Flintstones, like you said, the Monstars, the Mask, King Kong, it, King Kong, the Iron Giant, uh, which was it was cool seeing all the not cameos, but you know those little add-ins, which was it, it was cool. And I loved Al G's line when he was doing his power up, and he he became huge. He said, "King Kong ain't got nothing on me." And King Kong gets all pouty. Right, I'm like, okay, if that's all it took, then maybe that's all they needed to do in in the movie. Just say King Kong, I got nothing on me, and he's just gonna stomp off. <laughs> so, I, like I said, it wasn't what the original was, but it was still good. It still had its moments, and yeah. I really, I really liked that basketball game. The the game, it was it was cool. Plus, Humble. who they, the the characters they got to play the the two the goon squad. Oh yeah, they they had a lot of interesting uh, takes on the uh, 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 eh, the All Stars. Um, 
because they had Wet Fire. They had God, I can't remember some of their names. All I remember is Wet Fire specifically because it's uh Chronos. Chronos, yeah, there was that. Uh, which all I had to do to beat him was the granny turn his uh time back all the way to his old. Well, no one was expecting granny to be that nimble, right? Um, so they had the snake lady, the 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 spider chick lady, and yeah. then oh brow, they had brow. Yeah, I was really confused why they made him a bird. Like I get wet fire because that's Clay Thompson. He's a splash bro, and he's a fi- he, he's on fire from three. I get Damian Lillard because his whole his whole thing is Dame time, so I get that. Uh, I don't get the WNBA players because I'm not that into d- the WNBA, right. and I don't understand. I guess maybe just because he so I, I don't I honestly I can't come up with why they made Anthony Davis a bird. Because, like you said, his whole thing is his unibrow. I mean, even LeBron pointed it out was his unibrow. So I, I don't get that one. I get the like I said, I get Clay Thompson and Damian Lillard. I, I, they were cool designs. I like I like the design. It was yeah. cool. It just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. hey. Who says it has I, to make I sense? I just went with the bird things because it's like the like the main thing was the brow. Yeah, I think maybe because he's a big man, and he's I guess I don't know, I because I know there was a, a player who used to play his name. His nickname was Birdman. That right. would make sense, but I, I've never heard Anthony Davis called Birdman. Uh, like I said, that's that one's that one confuses me. But hey, cool design doesn't matter. I, I like the I liked it otherwise. So yeah. Uh... I don't know. Overall, it was a it was a really great movie. I mean, yeah. we obviously the the first one was liked better, but um, and this one was hated on because you know irate fans. But um, yeah, that's that's always gonna happen. I feel. Of course. Uh, yeah. Um, but I I think we've gone through this whole thing without even talking about her one way or another concept and how that applies here. Cause I, I remember having an idea for how it did, but Oh yeah. Okay. Let me just, let me just get this out of the way. So basically okay. I was thinking with one way or another concept, uh, what the whole movie was about really, uh, was like you said, at halftime, he realized that, um, it's not, it's not real basketball. There's a way it has to go. That kind of represents how, um, it, uh, 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 LeBron was kind of thinking it of like, let's say like that was the white and it was more along black, but then mm-hmm. like they, they, they had to mash to the gray area to like, um, so LeBron could realize like, um, that, uh, it wasn't just about like the technicality and making it like real basketball. He had to like m- meet in the middle to realize that like tunes needed to get loony and that he needed to understand the game for what it was, you know? Yeah, and what's funny is, you know, this that game was about being loony and about it being more fun and about more highlights and stuff like that. What's funny is LeBron does a lot of highlight-worthy stuff in, in actual games. And you would think he would just think of it as like a – I mean, I understand the stakes were high. Obviously, it was people's lives at stake. I get that. 
But I would have just thought of it like an all-star game where literally they do – obviously they don't have the power-ups or anything like that. It's not that crazy, but they don't really – that they're a lot more – show. they have a lot more showmanship in the all-star games, in the all-star game than they do, normally do. So if I – if I were LeBron, I would have just thought of it like that the whole game, uh, I, or at least most of the game once I figured out that's how it was. Well, you're not LeBron, knowing you never that, will be. Obviously, obviously, I don't have a billion dollars over my entire career, obviously, because uh, that would have been something everybody know, knew about. And plus, I'm not a freak athlete. But uh, uh, it, 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 it was – it was weird seeing how serious he took the game when in actuality he's I mean he is serious don't get me wrong he's very serious about the game but there are moments where he's more he you can see he's having more fun on the court in in an actual game uh, in the NBA so right I like I said this movie was more about a story than reality so it's like I said, I, 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 or not like I said, but I, I don't take anything away from it. I know it's a movie. They're not going to be a hundred percent accurate because then it wouldn't really translate in, in into the movie or what they had had brainstormed. So right. I'm not, I'm not upset that they weren't realistic to who LeBron was because ultimately it's a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I. I don't... As long as they found the story, worked with it, and actually kind of it did end up making sense and it was a good story to outplay with it, I think it was all fine and it all worked out in the end. And yeah. I, I personally really uh, liked the way they went with it. It's, 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 using the Looney Tunes, to me, um, even more so than it did, maybe even more so than it did with the original Space Jam, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess with, uh, when all said and done, I think we're pretty wrapped up here. If I do say so myself, I do believe we are. Okay. Well, without further ado, it's been one way into the podcast. See ya. See ya.